0: Welcome to the MJB Podcast, where we focus on building your faith and stirring up your passion to win souls. Take a minute to subscribe if you haven't already, so you can stay up to date with everything we do. Now here's your host, Evangelist Mike Vittilich. Good morning, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Thanks for hopping on. Thanks for watching. I'm excited. I hope you guys are. Uh, take a second and like and share the broadcast. I have a special guest With me this morning, evangelist
1: Josh Radford. Praise the Lord. I'm glad to be with you. This is great. (laughs) Pastor Mike, um, I'm so glad to be with you. We're in the middle of revival right here at um, Riverside Church in, uh, where are we? Rockford, Illinois. Rockford, Illinois.
0: Illinois, 4242 West Riverside Boulevard. You've been
1: rolling for about 47 days. It
0: hasn't been stopping, it was nonstop.
1: And what a week we've had. Powerful, <laughs> powerful week. Oh
0: my and God, so I'm
1: glad to do this program with you today. Hop on, share this broadcast. All those that are following us and that have just seen me post this to my page, go ahead and share this a bunch of times. I believe that some powerful truths about revival um, are going to be revealed in this program. I yeah, have something yeah. in my spirit about revival, and this people talk about revival a lot. But but don't exactly know sometimes what it is or yeah. how to get it or how to receive it. We're going to get into some of that, and so it's going to be good.
0: It's going to be really good. Praise God. I got Brandon on from uh, Indiana. What's going on, Brandon? How are you, Travis? Uh, I got Michael Haishu watching Phil from Pittsburgh. Okay. Good morning, guys. God bless you. So why don't you just open us up and, and just tell people you know you've been in twenty five years plus twenty five plus years of ministry.
1: Man, that sounds like a long time. That sounds like a long time. It sounds like quite a bit. How old are you? I'm I'm 31. So, I started in ministry when you were about three.
0: Yeah, wow. Praise Jesus. God.
1: <laughs> Glory to God. Um, l- 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 let me just just keep saying something. Yeah. I, need to, I need to look something up.
0: <laughs> so we have, we've been we've been having powerful revival meetings. We've been having 50 days of, of fire. And uh, evangelist Josh has been here since uh, Sunday. And I'm telling you the miracles. You know, he carries revival with him. You know, one of the things that I love and I appreciate is the fruit of revival. Yeah. You know, and in his ministry, you can surely see fruit of revival. And just the way he ministers, it's just like a whole nother level. It's just been like, you know, I've, I've been in revival meetings, but this is like, I feel my spirit, this is different.
1: Mm. This
0: is like completely different. You know, the right. manifestation of God is just so... So tangible, so strong.
1: You know, let's get into that. Yeah, let's get because a lot of people say, you know, man, that's so strong. Those meetings, you know, what what do you do? What what do you like? How do you, you know, one of the things is a lot of ministers like, what's your devotional life? Mm -hmm. How do you get? How do you get this way? Talk about that. You know, I I I learned a long time ago, and uh, to stay open twenty four seven. That's good. To, to just commune with God. A yeah. lot of people, oh, do you pray for eight hours? Do you yeah. pray? Well, I, I'm actually always talking to God. Wow. So I'm not sure when my prayer ends or, or closes. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, God. obviously there's some times where it's, you're specifically praying or you get in the spirit and you, 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 you're doing some work in prayer, and I, I understand that, but I want to keep myself totally, one hundred percent open all the time. I call it be, I call it communing with God. Wow, kind of yeah. like Adam did in the garden. That's good. You know, they walked with the yeah. Lord in the garden, and so you, so I would encourage you just just start saying, you know what, I'm twenty four hour, seven days a week open. Wow, and God can tell me to do anything, show me anything. I'm never too busy. I'm always, I, I've got my mind on the Lord. I've been doing all types of other things, but, you know, and most times the Lord speaks to me when I'm doing something totally different, Wow. you know, totally wow. different, you know, uh, you know, cleaning my car, uh, <laughs> you know, taking a shower, playing golf, doing mm-hmm. all those types of things. All of a sudden the Holy Ghost has touched me Wow. and I have to get some notes or something yeah. like that because I'm open. The Lord knows I'm open. So that's yeah. number one. What n- one, number one is be open all the time. Number two, I would say, is is being yielded yeah, to God. That's really good. You know, a lot of a lot of preachers. You probably said this. You probably preached about this. You know, you need to yield to the Holy Ghost. You know, and that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Yield, yield, yield to the Holy Ghost. And you, we we tell all the all the people all the time. Yield to the Spirit. Yield to the surrender to the Spirit. Yeah. You know. Well. That's great for the people to receive because you need to do that to receive. But if you're ministering, yeah. you've also got to yield. That's good. Because I hate to say this, but there's been times <laughs> where I haven't yielded to the Spirit. And the Holy Ghost would be trying to take me a direction as I'm ministering, mm. you know. And I was like, oh, but I got this good message here. And I got these notes here. And I've, I've got this. <laughs> I, I felt the Lord speak to me earlier. And I put this together but I feel that unction of the Holy Ghost to go in another direction, but I don't. Wow, I don't. I, I hate to say that. That's yeah, yeah, happened yeah. to me, but, but we've all had that happen as ministers. We've missed God by not fully yielding. So as you're preaching, that's you good. need to yield. And as you're receiving, you need to yield. Now, a lot of times what I'll do is when I, when I sense a change of direction mm-hmm. in a meeting. I say, everybody just pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Oh, wow. And I just start. You, you've been hearing me yeah, do that yeah, yeah. That's, Praying that's, the because the Holy Ghost is speaking to me. I'm on one, I'm doing, I'm going down one path ministering. Then all of a sudden I feel that change in wow. the spirit. That makes sense now. Cause I yeah. like
0: in the last meetings. I remember you, you know, just up there, you're, you're hitting something really good. And you'll just like stop everything, like this praying in the Holy Ghost.
1: Well, if we're all praying in the Holy Ghost, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know people are agreeing with me. That's good. And the, that's the thing. So when you pray in an unknown tongue, yeah, yeah. when you we you pray that language, it's a perfect prayer. Yeah. That's so powerful. it's God's perfect prayer.
0: Yeah.
1: It's uh it, it, it's it's a perfect prayer that goes directly to God. It's the unadulterated word of God going to him. That's good. Because he, that <laughs> he responds to that word. He responds to that word. Also when you pray in tongues, it's a purifying agent. Wow, it good. purifies your whole soulish realm. Wow. I've got a list of 10 things you cannot do and pray in tongues at the same time. But the list is rated R so <laughs> 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 but, but you cannot be involved in sin without getting into any specific that's sins. Nice. You can't get involved in sin and pray, pray in tongues exactly at the same time. That's really good. <laughs> now I've known people who pray in tongues that have been had done sins. But or lived you know lived in sin, it doesn't last too long. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. But but when you when you're praying in tongues, you're praying the perfect will of God. The purifying power of the Holy Spirit is coming upon you. And Brother Hagen told us that Hagen told us he said when you pray in tongues, it's the gateway into the supernatural realm. I know that. So since I know that, I want to go there. Amen. Amen. I want to go there, so that's why I get everybody praying in the Spirit. That's really good. And then I start... That That helps me yield. Yeah. That helps me yield because I start... I so, say, oh, I feel... Oh, yeah. I feel comfortable now, and yeah. I can just yield, and then I can, I can flow in the direction I know the Lord wants me to do. So commune with God. Number two, yield yeah. to the Spirit as you're ministering. Those are two of the top things... I, I do. Now, and I make it, the third thing is uh, I make it a habit. These are no particular order. So communing, yielding, and, 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 and then I say saturating mm. before the meetings. Yeah, that's powerful. Saturating. Satu- what do I mean by this? I mean, in, in my off time, what I like to do is saturate under anointing. Or anointed men of God, for me, I, it's only a few for me, but I like to saturate under their teaching yeah. as much as I can. So I'll play their teaching. I'll fall asleep to some of that stuff. Wow. I'll play that teaching and saturate myself in it and uh, as much as I possibly can, especially in the weeks of meetings that I'm doing. I want to saturate in that because whatever you bathe in, you'll smell like. That's good. Remember that. Wow. Whatever you bathe in, you'll smell like. And and uh, yeah, write that down. That's That's really good. Um, Amen. Let's just write that down. (laughs) Smell, like. Praise God. That's for for later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So so you've got to saturate in it. Whatever you saturate in will be what you produce. That's good. Be what you look like. Yeah. You know. It, it, when, when you dye a piece, piece of cloth, that dye gets in the cloth and the cloth gets in the dye and it becomes saturated, it smells like it, it looks like it, and so forth. So the anointings or anointed men, women of God that I know that God's called me to kind of sit under, yeah. and I know their anointing is similar to mine, Yeah, because God always calls you to serve an anointing that's similar to yours. That's true. That's true. So I say, oh, why Why do you like that person with well, that anointing is similar? Yeah. And so I'm going to say, we're not the same. We're not carbon copies of each other. We all have our own uniqueness. Yeah. But God calls you to people that have a similar call and anointing, and you'll sit under that. And you'll you what I, I got into it last night, you'll serve and you'll sow into that. That's good. And the third S is you'll saturate into that. You'll saturate into it. And so that's what I like to do. So I commune with God. What are these points? You gonna help me, help me. Yeah. I commune Commun- with God, I yield, yield to the Spirit, and then I saturate. And number four,
0: Yeah.
1: is this okay? This is great. Okay, this is Num- great. Number four. You got people taking notes. Oh, glory to God. <laughs> N- number four, and if you if people have any questions, yeah. send them in. Send- we'll answer any question. Any question on revival. Yeah, that is. That's perfect. Don't give me other questions, but questions on revival. <laughs> Um, The fourth thing is, it probably should be at the top. Yeah. T- probably should be at the top. But the fourth thing is, honor the anointing.
0: That's powerful. And
1: honor God's vessel he ministers to you by.
0: That's good.
1: That's really good. Honor the anointing. Now, I know that because I preach this a lot. I teach leaders about honoring the anointing. If you go to Mark chapter 5, you'll find... Three notable miracles, the demon, the, the, the legion of mm-hmm. demons, demons get cast out of the demoniac, the woman with the issue of blood gets healed, and Jairus's daughter gets raised from the dead. How many people with a show of emoji hands would say Jesus was the most anointed person ever to walk the planet? <laughs> yeah. Amen. Yeah, this is not, that's not a trick question. It's <laughs> Yes, Jesus was the most anointed. How many would say that as a person, we can't turn off the anointing of Jesus? Mm -hmm. Everybody says, oh, no, there's no way you can turn off the anointing of Jesus. Well, that would be wrong because there is a way you can turn off the anointing of Jesus. How would you like it if you were a pastor and Jesus was back in the green room and he said, Pastor, I know you've got this miracle crusade that you've invited me, Jesus, to come and do, right? Uh, But I'm not going to do any miracles at your church. (laughs) If I was a pastor, I might go outside and shoot myself. I don't know. But i definitely resign from the ministry.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Amen. That's good. So, you know, if Jesus comes to your church and says, hey, listen, we're not doing any miracles. Yeah. We're not doing any miracles, not today, not today. Be like, well, what are you going to teach on? I'm going to have to rebuke. He said, no, well, what I've got in my spirit is a rebuke for the whole church. Oh, thank you. That's going to be such a blessing. Um, so, <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean that, That's that, true. I mean, can you imagine that? I can. Like, even with an evangelist, you know, yeah. you know you, we know a number of evangelists, they come and said, said, no, nah, I'm not going to operate in miracles. I'm just going to give a firm rebuke to the whole rebuke church. Everybody. Thank you. Thank you, man. This is going to be a powerful week of rebuking. But wow. so 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 you know he was, and how many people agree? He was operating yeah. in a strong anointing.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean, three notable miracles in a row. He was operating in a strong anointing, casting out a devil, an issue of blood that had lasted twelve years, and raising somebody from the dead. I mean, when's the last time you did those three things in a row? That's true. Another message, but we haven't got, we, we've been preaching on is God does miracles in multiples. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's for another time. <laughs> yeah. But Jesus, but, and you'll see that throughout the word of God, God does miracles in multiples, but you got to honor the anointing. So in five, he's anointed chapter five of Mark. He's anointed. He's anointed at another level. I mean, you're talking about some strong anointing actually over there in Mark. Chapter 3, verse 9, it said they were falling upon him wow. because they were healing so many. A lot of mm-hmm. people see people falling out. Is another thing when they start falling oh, on you. That's, that's they were crazy. falling on him because he was doing so many miracles. And so that's the type of anointing he was in. Three, Mark chapter 3, Mark chapter 4, Mark chapter 5. And then as soon as he gets to Mark chapter 6, he hits a brick wall. <laughs> this will give a lot of pastors hope, a lot of ministers hope. Because if, if Jesus hit a brick wall, you can hit a brick wall. That's good. But it wasn't because he lost the anointing mm-hmm. between chapter 5 and chapter 4. i felt like that before. Really? Yeah, that I've lost the anointing between wow. meetings. Wow. I said, my gosh, we were having miracles in this meeting. Then I fly over to the next place. I mean, literally within 24 hours, I'm going to know the city. And it's as dead, like it's like dead, 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 wow. dead, dead. And I've experienced that before, but I'm not going to get into that because yeah. this is this is about Jesus' ministry here. Amen, amen. But, but he got over there, and uh, let, let's go over there. Mark chapter 6. Do we have that? Can we throw that up on the screen? Mark chapter 6, verse 1? No, probably can't. Sorry. <laughs> I don't want to freak out the producer here today. No pressures there. They're no not pressure. paying them enough, so <laughs> they can't do things like that. Amen. Glory to God. Mark chapter 4. Mark, I, let me. You stay with the TV. Okay. You stay with the audio. What's happening over there with the audience? We got uh, Pastor Joseph
0: Arnold uh, okay. from Vermont. He's on. He's
1: watching, waving to you. Okay. Any questions?
0: Not yet. Not
1: yet. Okay. To,
0: if not, I'm not controversial enough yet. <laughs> if you have questions about revival, let us know. Drop them in the comments. I mean, this is this is a, a powerful time. This is a teaching time. This is powerful for for anybody. You don't need to be a minister to have questions on revival.
1: Glory to God. We got an
0: evangelist, Nick Zenner. Went to school with him. Praise God.
1: Okay, here we go. Here we go. This is starting Mark chapter 6. So he's anointed. He's moving in these miracles. Is this okay? This is great. This is perfect. So he's moving in these miracles. And it says, Then he went out from there, from that meeting, and he came into his own country, and his disciples followed him. And when... The Sabbath had come. He began to teach in the synagogue, start to move in that yeah, same anointing, right? Yeah. It's one town to the next. He's moving in that same anointing. And many hearing him were astonished at what he was saying. And they said, where did this man get these things? Yeah, that's and what wisdom is this which is given to him that such mighty works are performed by his hands? Glory to God. I think Jesus was testifying. Wow. probably testifying about the miracles that had just happened and, and, and releasing that same anointing. So in the beginning of this meeting, yeah. the anointing was flowing That's good. and miracles were happening. And, and they would say, wow, what are all these miracles? Such mighty works are performed by His hands. Then they went down the wrong road. Mm. They went down the wrong road. They, they were all excited. I've had that happen to me. Yeah. They were, oh, well, this is such an anointed ministry. And then all of a sudden, they take a turn. Take a turn. And this turn, listen very closely. This turn will shut down the greatest anointing. Wow. Glory to God. Because wow. Jesus had the greatest anointing, yeah, right? Yeah. Or I mean, it's Jesus with the greatest anointing, yeah. right? Not Pastor Mike oh, or it's Brother Jesus, Josh. Yeah. Jesus has the greatest anointing. Okay. Glory to God. Here we go. Is everybody do you want me to continue this? Yeah, continue. Somebody okay.
0: asked a question, but just, just, we're, just we're forget finished. about yeah, yeah. that for
1: right now. <laughs> We'll get to you. We'll get to you, Nick. We'll get to you. Um. So 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 he go he goes on here, and what wisdom is this that he comes with this? And then he says, "Is this not the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James, Jose and Judas and Simon, and or you know Jose was in the Bible, but <laughs> it is, and are these uh, and are not his disciples here with us?" So they were offended at him. Wow! They went from miracle status to receiving miracles to being offended at him. Wow. What happened? Wow. What happened? Just read what happened here. Yeah. Is this not the carpenter? Mm. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. They didn't say, is this not the prophet of God? Wow! Is this not the miracle worker, the revivalist, Jesus, no, they said, is this not the carpenter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing wrong with being a carpenter, but yeah. that is not the gift that Jesus was moving in.
0: Yeah,
1: They didn't good. honor the gift. Wow, They didn't honor the gift of God that was sent to their town. They didn't honor him. And so when you don't honor, you get exactly what you do. You get nothing. Wow. You get nothing. It shuts down on you. When there is no honor to it, Whatever, listen to this, whatever you don't honor will offend you. Wow. Whatever you don't honor that's will offend you. Offense will come yeah. when you don't honor. Come on, somebody. That's a word right there. You now. know that. That's powerful. That, that is. Actually, cool. let's take it a step further. Whatever you don't honor will hurt you. Mm. It will hurt you. Glory to God. Jesus. It will hurt you. When you get in a place where, see, if you'll honor even in a, difficult situation, nobody can hurt you.
0: That's good.
1: Right? But if you don't honor, it will hurt you. It will wound you.
0: Yeah.
1: Go ahead. Jesus. God. That's what happens when you, don't, when you don't honor. See, let's take it in a practical way. If you have a gun, yeah. if we had a gun right on this table. Yeah. If you're just foolish with it and just throwing it around, if I just throw the gun across this thing, it could land and shoot one of us. Yeah. If I'm foolish with it, it's going to hurt me. Right. You got to respect that gun. Yeah. you got to unload it properly and do all the things you need to do with it properly. Otherwise, it's going to hurt you. That's the same with the anointing and with God's anointed vessel. You have to honor it and treat. I don't mean be worship it, yeah. you know, worship the man of God or anything. But you need to show honor to who honor is due. That's powerful. Honor the gift. Honor the gift. Where well, they didn't do that. They called him the carpenter. Nah, he's just a carpenter. He's just, oh, yeah, I saw his brother Jose the other day. Yeah. And Mary, his mother, yeah, that's just them. That's just them. Because it said they got offended. He didn't do anything else to offend them. Yeah. He didn't do anything else. They get, whenever you don't honor, offense gets in your heart. Is everybody still with me? Yeah, that's good. But Jesus said to them, a prophet is not without honor. He realized, he picked it up right away. A prophet is not without honor except in his own church. Mm. Oh but it's country, so. yeah. but I put church in there, except in his own church. That's why a lot of pastors, they'll come to me and say, man, the meetings outside my church are so powerful. But when I go back to the church, I don't know. It's not the same anointing. I said, pastor, what the problem is, is you've got an honor problem.
0: Wow. That's they don't
1: honor the gift that's in the house. That's good. And I'll t- teach these pastors this message and say, oh, please come to my church and teach this. And I do. Wow. Praise God. If you need me to come to your church and teach this, I will. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Glory to God. A prophet is not without honor except in his own country, among his own relatives, and in his own house. Yeah, That's why sometimes you have difficulty, pastor, ministering in your own house, and that anointing is not as strong. It's not because the anointing is not strong on you. It's because the honor is not there to receive it. Wow. Glory to God. Man, we're getting into that's it. That's good. That's isn't? like that's huge. Yeah, and that's and that's, and that's what happens. So you've got to create a culture of honor. You've got to create a culture of honor in the house. Now he could do no mighty works there. He didn't say he wouldn't do it. He said he, he could, could not he do it. it. He couldn't physically do it. It's not because his heart, oh, I don't, want, I don't want to touch these people. I'm so mad at them. I don't want to touch. No, no, no. He loved everybody. Yeah. He, Jesus loves everybody. We love everybody. Yeah. We want to touch everybody. We want to help everybody. There's nobody we don't want to help. But what here? He couldn't do it. That's good. He couldn't do it because their offense was up. You know, offense. It's a fence up. He put a fence up. They put a fence up. And he says he could do no mighty works there except he lay his hands, listen to this, on a few sick people. I say a few hungry people.
0: Yeah.
1: A few hungry people and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief. Then he went about the villages teaching. Now, I'm not going to read verse 7, but I'm going to read it in a minute. So now let, let me take you through this. First thing that happened is dishonor.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Second thing that comes after dishonor, offense. Whatever you dishonor will, will offend you. So you'll get into offense. Then after offense will come unbelief.
0: Wow. Wow. Unbelief. Wow. When your Jesus. heart is
1: offended, you stop believing the doctrine that you're under. So wow. yeah, maybe God doesn't heal man, I don't, I'm not sure if I agree with my pastor on that. I'm not sure if I agree. And you start getting all disagreement yeah, yeah. and you'll start questioning all the doctrine, everything you've been raised, all that. This happens to Bible college students a lot. Yeah, yeah. They get offended because they're asked to clean the toilets or, blah, 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 or they get rubbed the wrong way. And yeah. all of a sudden at 19 years old, they think they understand faith greater than their professor. Yeah. And wow. they start, oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I believe that. I'm not sure if, uh, I think when you are once saved, you're always saved. And they start talking about all that nonsense between Armenianism and, and uh, Calvinism, yeah, and yeah. They, they they have all this nonsense. This is what I tell young Bible college students. That's good. We got a lot of be comments. quiet. <laughs> when you're in Bible college, whatever the length of time you're in Bible college, don't speak for that many years. That's that's wisdom. Yeah, just don't mm-hmm. speak. Yeah. Don't, don't don't only when you're spoken to. Just complete shut up. (laughs) Lord God. Jesus. Just just complete silence. And then if you speak only when you're spoken to and only when you're asked to, all of a sudden your speech will be a lot more powerful when you come out. Yeah, that's good. But a lot of Bible calls, man, nattering. They think they know something. They got some sort of revelation on something. You don't have no revelation on nothing. (laughs) Sit down, be quiet, and just pay attention. Amen. And you'll receive something. That's what I did. Even as a staff member, when I was with Dr. Rodney Howard Brown, I was his youth pastor for a number of years, and 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 uh, I, I didn't say much of nothing. Yeah. Not when I'm around, not when I was around him. Yeah. There's a lot of people saying a lot of things to him, but I didn't really say a lot of anything. I spoke when I was spoken to. That's good. Are you with me? Because I wanted to listen. Yeah. I wanted to hear... What the man of God was saying. That's why I learned so much. How do do you know all this about this? I learned that by listening to the men and women of God he put in my life and not speaking all the time. Glory to God. Jesus. I don't know where we got. Somebody needed to hear that. (laughs) Somebody needed to hear that. But listen to me. Listen to me. So honor, when you dishonor, you get offended. And when you get offended, you'll start operating in unbelief. And guess what? Where you, it, it, this and this is what it says here, and he marveled at their unbelief. Mm. You see? Wow. Their unbelief started to manifest. Yeah. Oh, they don't even believe. They, don't, they, 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 they went from one moment like, wow, these are so great. Look at the miracles done in his hands to, I don't, I'm not sure if I even believe that. I'm not sure if I even believe that anymore. That's how they went. That's what they went to. And guess what? Unbelief has no faith in it. And without faith... Yeah. It's impossible to please God.
0: So there you go. There's
1: your, there's your trip. Yeah. Dishonor goes to offense, goes to unbelief, goes to no faith, and then you can't please God. Taken right out. You can't please God. You can't please God. That's how you shut down the anointing. Wow. That's how you shut down the anointing. You must honor the anointing and honor God's vessel that he sends it in. How do you do that? How do you honor? You honor by, get, the word honor means to get under. Mm. To get under and lift up. That's what you honor. You get under and you lift up and you support and you raise up. Come on, somebody. That's really good. And you don't speak an evil word about any leader in your life. And you don't, listen to this very carefully, carefully, you don't count what is holy as common. That's good. Don't be common with the anointing. Don't mess around with the anointing. Don't play games with the anointing. Don't be common with the anointing. Don't be common with the anointing. It's not a common thing, it's uncommon. It's uncommon. Glory to God. That's, that's good. I feel like I'm preaching too much here. No, that's good. Yeah, you uh, got to jump mean, in here somewhere. No, I'm, I'm
0: like a sponge right now. Okay. I'm just good. I mean, okay. this is good stuff. You actually answered the question
1: without even reading the question. Okay. <laughs> so let me read. Can I read yeah, verse yeah. seven? Take it over. Verse seven. He called the 12 to himself. So this is just yeah. after they dishonored him. Yeah. So you, th- you, you might be thinking, man, maybe Jesus is kind of feeling like a little weak, you yeah. know? But we know he didn't feel like that. I <laughs> say, man, maybe Jesus is not feeling too anointed, but he called his 12 to himself, hungry.
0: Yeah.
1: They're hungry. Now, listen what he did. Listen what he did. He began to send them out two by two and gave them power over unclean spirits. And he commanded them to take nothing for their journey, that's supernatural provision. Take nothing for the journey except a staff, no bag, no bread, no copper in their belts. Can you imagine that? Wow. So you don't take nothing.
0: Don't take nothing. Don't
1: take, God will provide. Jesus. God's going to provide. He also said to them, in whatever place where you enter the house, stay there till you depart that place. And whoever will not receive you, glory to God, Jesus. nor hear you, when they depart from there, shake off the dust from under your feet as a testimony against them. And assuredly, I say to you, it will be more tolerable for Sodom and Gomorrah on the day of judgment than for that city. So they went out and preached preached that the people should repent and they cast out many demons and anointed with oil many who were sick and healed them. Glory to God. So I want you to concentrate on a couple things here. Number one, Jesus, it says, and he gave them power. Yeah. Glory to God. Jesus. This is before the Holy Ghost yeah. fell on the day of Pentecost. He gave them power. So he didn't just pray for them. Yeah. So oh, mm. let me pray for them. Let me minister to you hungry fo- folk. He didn't just pray for them. Yeah. He gave them yeah, power. I mean. He gave them his power. He released yeah. his power to them. He imparted his power to them. When you honor the anointing, there shall be an impartation of the power of that anointing to you. Jesus. Glory to God. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. <laughs> it was good, Hallelujah. Man. Glory to God. Glory. Is, that, is it getting hot in here? <laughs> yeah. We're in the basement Ooh. too. It's supposed to be cold. Glory to God,
0: God. Glory
1: to God. I probably should preach this tonight. <laughs> Repre- I was thinking about preaching this tonight. This is good. We're this preaching is it good. now. Hallelujah. You must have to do a recap tonight. Yeah. Glory to God. So that's what happens. I don't yeah. even know what I just said. What did I just <laughs> say? Amen. I received God. it in my spirit. Glory, glory to God. glory to God. Here we go. When he moved in that anointing, he gave them power. When you honor that anointing, you receive the power of that anointing. Mm. And that comes on you. remember how Elisha received the double portion from Elijah? Remember that? Mm-hmm. Well, you receive a double portion. A lot of people say, oh, give me a double portion, give me a double portion, lay hands on me, give me... No, it doesn't work that way. It's by honor. You receive a double portion by the honor that you show. That's good. And that honor causes that anointing to find you.
0: Wow.
1: Praise God. Praise God. You, you just call... It causes the anointing to come on you and find you. Amen? And so... They, 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 they were honorable to Jesus, so they got, they, he released the power. He didn't just pray for them. He didn't say, hey, come with me. I'm going to do some meetings. No, he, he said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to impart my anointing. I'm going to let them, to let them operate just like I'm operating. Yeah, yeah. Glory to God. Yeah. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, wow. If you stay hungry, right, you stay yielded, you stay full of honor, you saturate, come on somebody. That's good. You commune with God, that's five things now. Yeah. You commune with God, you'll be able to operate in the same anointing that Jesus operated in. Wow. That same anointing will be upon be, be upon you. And the anointing was so strong that he said if a city did not receive it, that it would be great better Sodom and Gomorrah would have a better time on the day of judgment than that city. Mm. Think about how strong that is. That's, that's huge. And another thing in here is if you'll if you're be a person of honor, you won't have to worry about provision. He told them, he commanded, it said he commanded them to take nothing for their journey. He commanded them, commanded them. What, 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 let, let, let's think about that word, commanded them. He put them in a place where Jesus Jesus was making a demand on the anointing Mm. for supernatural provision. He's like, don't take anything. That's so good. You're going to be provided for. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. That's faith. That's what faith is. Expecting, right? Yeah. Without any proof in the natural, expecting this to be done. They didn't have any proof in the natural. They were actually going with nothing, but God provided. Praise God. Wow. I don't know how we got off on this. I don't know how, but it's good. But everyone's loving it. We we got into this. Jesus. When you do this, you're gonna move. And so we got into this because you were asking me, how what do about you do? Revival. What, what yeah, yeah, about revival. And I and I said, people ask me, how do you live in this revival? How do you operate like this? I just gave you all my secrets of ministry. Just in these last 15 minutes. Glory to God. That's huge. Hallelujah. Take the dump truck and dump it on you. <laughs> Glory to Glory God. To God. Man. Let's pray in the Holy
0: Ghost. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. That's
1: powerful. Any anything, any questions? Let's, let's take a, a little break here.
0: <laughs> if you have questions, comments, you, you want to ask a question about revival, just just drop it in the comments. You already asked, uh, answered a, a few questions without you, you even knowing the question. You were just flowing in the Holy Ghost. I think a lot of
1: people are going to watch this afterwards. Yeah. They don't even realize what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> That's
0: really good.
1: Praise That's God.
0: Really good. Hey, Pastor Kathy's on. She's enjoying it.
1: Okay, She's good. Fire it up. Good. I probably need to preach this in the main church. <laughs> Say amen, Sister Kathy. <laughs> I was thinking about preaching this tonight. It's a good message. It is. I better do it again. Praise God. But I've got I've to yield to the Holy Ghost. He yeah, might want something different. Of course. <laughs> of course. Amen. Okay, let's answer some questions. I, I have th- 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 this is this is some thoughts I have about revival. Yeah. Who does revival come to? It comes to, listen to this the hungry and the thirsty, and those that say, I can't live another day without his fire. Yeah, That's it. Write that down. Revival comes to the hungry and the thirsty, and those that say, I can't live another day without his fire. You got to make that decision. Say, I can't go another day. I'm. Not, I'm gonna have to get myself into a place yeah. where revival is flowing. You can't have revival you, unless you're gonna to get touched by revival. That's good. You've got to get. Oh, I want revival. Go find out where it's happening and get yourself in there and get under the pew and stay there. That's good. Glory to God. That's so and good. And get saturated in it. Saturated in it. Praise God. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And let me. Let me. Let me. Uh, Glory to God. Hallelujah. (laughs) What is revival? Yeah. Is this okay? Yeah. This is is what I feel led by the Spirit. Yeah. I'm just trying to stay in the flow of the Holy Ghost. Stay there. Revival. What is revival? Revival is an awakening to God. A falling in love with Jesus all over again. Mm. That's revival. An awakening. A falling in love with Jesus. That's the nutshell of revival right there. Now, we think of revival also as a corporate move in a church. We yeah. call that revi- we call that revival. Well, what that really is is all these people that have awakened and that are falling in love with Jesus. They come together, mm. a corporate, and it, and it and it becomes a corporate move of the Holy Spirit that that starts to ignite a whole church. Yeah, people, right. all these hungry people come together. Yeah, that's then. And that and that's really what happens. What happens in revival is people get so hungry that God moves in.
0: Mm, Jesus.
1: He responds. He doesn't respond, listen to me, yeah. he doesn't respond to need. We all need revival. He responds to, hung- to hungry faith. That's good. Write that down.
0: That's really good. He
1: responds to hungry faith. So it can become a corporate move of the Holy Spirit that ignites a church, a city, a nation. It's when God moves in and takes over. Come on, somebody. That's powerful. Now, this is what happens in revival. This is what the Lord told me, he said, he said the flat to the flesh, revival is, will always be messy, mm-hmm. uncomfortable, unpredictable. But to the Spirit, it's perfect order, peace that passes understanding, and it's God's divine plan. That's good. That's to the Spirit. Is this helping anybody? This is really good. Another thing about revival, you've got to know this. Revival will completely disrupt the regular order of things. Mm. Completely disrupt. It will will dismantle it. It will cause it to just. Dis- oh man, That's what's weird. happening? Everything is changing around here. Yeah. Everything is. Every. What do you expect?
0: For revival.
1: People are praying for revival in their church. I come in, we have a week of meetings, and everything is blown up. Yeah. Amen. It changes everything. It, it changes yeah. every everything. People, oh, no, oh, what's happening? What's happen? What's happening? I, I, my favorite, this has changed, but this has changed, this has changed. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Get under the fire. Let God burn put your flesh on the altar that's good. and let God burn it burn it all out that's what we want that's good that's what we want and that's what we need that's what we need so oh this is going to be good this is going this, this this is going to be good this is going to be good a lot of people talk about is this okay this is, great. This is good
0: this is really good a lot of people yeah.
1: and you'll appreciate this because you're you're ministering to young people mm-hmm right that's one of the yeah. areas of ministry that you minister to yeah. young people young adults so we always hear this we always hear we always hear revival there's coming a revival of young people
0: yeah
1: well, we hear that every it's church every church has the same prophecy unfortunately that does not line up with the word of god that's good. you always have to go back to the word of god what is now young people are going to be in the front lines of revival
0: yeah
1: young yeah. people are going to be the face of revival many times. Are you with me? Mm-hmm. Because young people are like the infantry in a in a war. Yeah. They're the front line. Yeah. You don't hear generals on the front no, line. No. A general doesn't go on the front line. A general makes plans behind the scenes. So all those young people on the front line, 18, 19 year old Marines don't all die. That's powerful. Do you understand That's really that? So the really generals good. are behind the scenes, making all the plans. Glory to God. Listen to me. The end time move of the spirit is not a youth revival, but young people are going to be at the front of it, and young people are going to be touched and come in by the millions. Are you you with me? That's good. But it's not just a youth revival. The Bible tells us in Malachi, right? Mm -hmm. It says, in the last days, at the end time, the spirit of Elijah is going to come, and the heart's... Of the fathers are going to be turned to the children and the children to the fathers. Wow. And he said, if this doesn't wow. happen, the earth is going to be hit with a curse.
0: Wow. There'll
1: be a curse on the yeah. earth. The opposite of curse is a blessing because we believe it is going to happen. And blessing is revival. Come on, somebody. Wow, that's
0: really good. So
1: the hearts of the Jesus. fathers <laughs> return to the children and the children to the fathers. So what that means is this end time revival is multi-generational is multi-generation. It has generals who are elders that are full of the fire of God. Yeah. It has 40-somethings that are full of the fire of God. It has young people that yeah. are full of the fire mm, of God. It's not a one-generational revival. It's not a youth revival. It's everybody moving together in the gift that God has Jesus. for them so that we can take so we can win the war. Amen. Amen. That's powerful. You got to have generals to win the war. You got to have great plans to win the war. And that's what happens in this end time revival. God downloads things to the fathers. Amen. Yeah. And then the children start to move. Wow. Start to go out, win all the win the souls, go out on the streets, go on, come on. Go do yeah. all those type of things. Yeah, that's really good. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord. Now I still like to get with the young people. I like to get on the streets too because yeah. I'm not really I'm 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 not I'm I'm not up there in age yet. Yet. But this is a multi-generational revival. This end time this end time revival. A multi-generational revival. Both the elder and the younger are coming together. Yeah. Isn't is, isn't that what the Bible tells us about the rain too? Yeah. The, latter rain the latter rain and the former rain. Yeah together. Jesus. Glory to God. That's what he's talking about. He's talking about all of us together here. Stop mm. focusing on things that are not biblical. That's good. Stop <clears> it. <throat> that's really good. Just stop it.
0: Yeah.
1: Stop it. Um w- what we were talking about last night, that's that's not biblical. We were we we were talking about the things, you know how everybody uh Wants to talk about the not not only is this a a young people's revival. What were we talking about last night that we were saying? We we're talking about a lot. Of, it, was all, it was all good, <laughs> Jesus. Well, we, we, we don't know exactly what we were talking yeah. about last night. <laughs> People were flying. But stop go getting involved in things that are not biblical. Yeah. Stop go, stop going in that direction. Get get in the Word of God. Don't just repeat. Everything everybody is saying.
0: Yeah, that's good.
1: And just copying what everybody's saying. What I like to say is, if you'll do what everybody is doing, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, oh, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about unity. How everybody says unity is a key to revival. Yeah. Man, I hate to break it to you. Bible doesn't teach it. (laughs) Bible doesn't teach it. Unity is a product of revival. Yeah. And Jesus even said, Lord, I'm going to give them. My glory, right, Yeah. that you, I'm going to give them the glory you gave me so they can be one. What is that glory? That's the Holy Ghost. It's the Holy, Holy Ghost. Spirit. He's the spirit of glory. By the glory of the Father, Jesus was raised from the dead. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in us. That's the spirit of glory. Come on, somebody. And he gave the Holy Spirit to the church to, so the church could be united. Revival produces unity, That's not good. the other way around. That's good. You can try to be united all you want. That's not going to get you a revival. But getting hungry and thirsty for the Lord and deciding you're not going to live another day without this move of God, it, that's what's going to do it. You get hungry like the woman with the issue of blood, and you put a demand on the anointing, and you're going to be touched by God. That's really good. Man, Praise I God. think that I'm overdoing it.
0: <laughs> that's good. Glory to Jesus. God.
1: I'm taking over your program. That's fine. Glory to God.
0: I'm receiving that's really so good. four things about
1: <laughs> four things about this generation. Yeah. Tell us this revival generation I call it. Yeah. Number 1. Number 1, they will embrace the impossible. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Stop running from the impossible. Maybe you're anointed to deal with the impossible.
0: Yeah.
1: They will embrace the impossible. Number 2. They will not be afraid of God's supernatural power. That's the traits yeah. of this, genera- this revival generation. Number three, they will move in extraordinary faith. Wow. They won't be a whole bunch of molehill movers. Yeah. They'll be mountain movers. Amen. Too many people worrying about they're using their faith to move molehills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Using their faith to move little molehills, yeah. things that are very insignificant. Forget about that. God will provide for you your daily stuff, don't use your faith for that. Use your faith to move mountains. That's good. They they will be ones who walk in extraordinary faith. And number four, number four, they'll be in this end time revival generation, they will leave a mark for eternity.
0: Wow. They
1: will leave a mark. I believe God's got some people watching (laughs) us today that are saying, you know what, that's me. Yeah, that's, that, that's what I want, but this revelation that's really good. on honor that's really good. has touched me this morning. Yeah, Maybe it has. Maybe you're watching on the rebroadcast and this revelation about honor, about honor has touched you. And, and maybe you need to make some adjustments in your heart. Maybe you need to repent. Maybe you need to make an adjustment in your heart about that. Right now, do it. That's good. Just say, Lord, I make an adjustment in my heart to operate in honor. I will not call what is holy common. I will not treat what is holy as common. That's what they were doing with Jesus. Oh, he's just the carpenter. No, 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 no. no, no. I'm not the carpenter when I'm operating in my gift. Come on somebody. That's good, that's truly good. Hallelujah. Wow. Thank you Father, thank you Father. So just make that adjustment between you and the Lord right now. And then these things go back and listen to this, and you'll go through those things that that the Lord showed me to do so I can walk in this revival and this move of the spirit. Wow, that's good. Thank Hallelujah. That's all, go. that's all I got. That's all I got. Tonight's
0: our last night. We have evangelist Josh Radford here. I want to encourage you to get here. Listen, it's 12 o'clock central time. Do whatever you gotta do come to this Holy Ghost meeting. I'm telling you, your life will be transformed. If you're watching any, I tell this all the time, if you're watching anywhere in the United States, get here. Get to where the fire is and watch God transform
1: you. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Lord, I just pray for every person out there. That's good. I release the anointing upon them. I thank you in their churches, in their homes, wherever they are, pastors watching, young people watching. I release that anointing right now. Let that fire go through your body in the name of Jesus. Touch them with the fire of God, just like you touched me in 1996. Touch them with that fire, I pray, right now in Jesus' name. That's what you need to say to the Lord. Lord, touch me with your fire. Touch me with your fire. Touch me with your fire. He's going to do just that. He's going to do just that that it was a young lady that, uh, that, that came to one of my meetings, said, the Lord spoke to her mm. and said, you need the fire. And wow. then dropped my name, said, remember when Josh Radford came to your church? She said, yes, I do. She said, look him up. He, she looked up one of my services on YouTube and she said she shook under the anointing in her living room for three hours wow. under the fire. God touched her with a fire. I don't believe it was necessarily because of me. It was because she was hungry Hungry. and obeyed God and honored that anointing and got under it. I believe today as you're honoring God and getting under this this anointing that's flowing out of this program, God's going to touch you in a powerful way and your life is never going to be the same again in Jesus' name we agree Amen. upon that Amen. fact. Jesus. Do we have any do we need to address anybody? Let's see. Let's see. Well, do we need to address anybody down? <laughs> no, everything looks good. Praise God. Okay.
0: Praise God. Josh, where can people uh reach you? You are you, your uh your Josh Radford on Facebook.
1: They can reach me at Revivallife.net. Revival RevivalLife.net. RevivalLife.net. You can go on there. You can see all the meetings that we're doing. Yeah. Follow. Come. Come to them. Some of those meetings. We'll be in. Uh, we'll be here tonight, and then we get in the airplane, and uh, we'll be in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and for Pentecost Sunday. Yeah. So we'll be live. It's actually going to be at two o'clock in the afternoon. Wow. So it's this church does a two o'clock in the afternoon yeah. meeting. That's their Sunday meeting. So That's great. Uh, so it's going to be live so everybody can see it from around the world. It'll be broadcast and uh, Pentecost Sunday live from the river, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Come on. So 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. You don't want to miss it. I'm going to be preaching, guess what, on Pentecost. Amen. Praise God. <laughs>
0: Amen. Well, listen, guys, we love you. That's all the time we have for today. Stay connected with us. If you have any other questions and stuff, like, just shoot us a, a, t- a message on, on Facebook and we'll get them answered. We love you from our studio to your mobile device. God bless you, and have a phenomenal Friday. If you'd like to stand with us as we preach the gospel and go after souls, you can do so by going to mjvministries.com and clicking Give Now. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Just search MJV Ministries and subscribe. Thanks for listening.